Hello, welcome back to Social Media School with Sonia Kilji. I have been really, really loving LinkedIn lately. I know that I've talked about in the past how I was kind of turned off from the platform because it just seemed like I was just getting, I was attracting so many spammy people. But today's guest came to me from LinkedIn and I have to say, I'm just super excited about just all the potential on this platform. And so we're gonna dive a little bit deeper into that today. But before I introduce today's guest, I just wanna remind everyone that Social Media School with Sonia Kelji is a brand new, um, brand new podcast. We also have a Facebook group where we do a live Q&A with each guest So um, after the show. So please do make sure that you join our Facebook group Social Media School with Sonia Kilji. That's S-A-N-I-A-K-H-I-L-J-E-E. Thank you so much. And today's guest is Rena Watts. Previously, she would help influencers get sponsorships for their events. But right now, we are in the midst of the coronavirus. And a lot of events, in fact, most events, are completely shut down. So... Luckily for Rena, she has a second skill set which has really taken her very, very far in her career, and that is being an expert in how on how to leverage LinkedIn to connect with others as well as uh, get get business done. So today I have Rena to talk to us about LinkedIn hacks. Thank you, Rena, for joining us. Thank you. That was an awesome intro. Yes, LinkedIn has been a part of my life really for like the last five years. I've used it um, in the telecom space. I've used it in the financial space and now again in the entrepreneurial market. So it's a fantastic skill that I feel like everyone should use today. And when people are intimidated to use it, I just tell them it's a communication tool. You know, like, I feel like people get hung up on, you know, their bios and that they need to just write everything out for their resume. And it used to really be kind of a resume site, but I think just get on there, connect with your friends from Facebook, connect with your friends from Instagram. Don't be salesy is like a big hack. (laughs) Yes, please preach it louder for the people in the back. I mean, I am so sick of just salesiness on social media, especially now, like in a time of massive vulnerability, right? As a massive vulnerability and uncertainty. Like you said, you know, coronavirus impacted your business. It certainly has made a massive, massive impact on mine. And I think right now what we need more than anything is just to meet each other at a very human level as all of us explore next steps, safety, and, you know, just what's going to happen after, after basically the economy entirely crumbles. What's so cool is that, you know, I'm part of um, an online community for one of the influencers that I was working with and I am an accountability coach for Kathy Heller and she had, you know, 24,000 followers on her Instagram when I started and now she's at about 40,000 and just talking with a bunch of people in her group, there were so many that literally had like nine connections on LinkedIn. And I was like, the time is now to learn these other platforms because it's just a way of communicating with more people. So you can repurpose you can reach out to people in your industry. You can cross-promote. 
but it's, it's really about just relationship building in more places and, you know, and creating community. Well, see, one of the, one of the things is that LinkedIn still has phenomenal organic reach. I mean, mm-hmm. phenomenal. And so I think even, you know, every, a lot of people are Gary Vee fans. Um, and, you know, he's been preaching 2020 is the year of TikTok in LinkedIn in terms of organic reach. So people need to really take seriously where they can still get their content in front of as many eyeballs as possible. And for me personally, Rena, I've found that my videos do very well. Um, so not a lot of link dropping and things like that, but videos for me have worked really well on LinkedIn. Talk to me about the type of content that's worked really well for you. So videos, no question. Um, I think that LinkedIn, um, especially native, you know, like you don't want to put it on from YouTube, but you know, if it's on your computer or even, um, live, yeah, those do really well. I think it's kind of a mix though. Like text posts can do really well too. I have noticed if you like use pix app or you try to like edit your photo and make it like picture perfect, but sometimes those don't even do as well. Um, so I would say one of my hacks and I've seen people really grow on the platform. And this, I think, works on all platforms, is just commenting on a lot of people's, you know, content. I have seen that on LinkedIn. So what I have seen is that if you are one of the first to comment on an influencer's content, a lot of people will send you requests and will also um, connect with you after that. So you can- on the posts of people who are influencers, but also with smaller people. Like I've noticed there's a lot of reciprocity on, uh, on LinkedIn, where if you know you're constantly supporting other people's content, they'll come back and do that for you. And it's like almost these unofficial engagement groups, like people are truly giving and taking on there. And that's kind of my observation over the last few weeks. A hundred percent. And I just also wanted to touch on, because I know you're like reintroducing LinkedIn to your life, but I was like, maybe since I've like connected with all of these people, you know, from Instagram and Facebook, I should create a Facebook group. You know, the time now is to explore new things, explore new talents, new things that excite you, new things that light you up. And just for me starting a Facebook group two days ago, I got like 200 people. And so now with those 200 people, I've hopped on already twice to Zooms and I'm like, hey, let me, you know, let me show you how to navigate LinkedIn because I enjoy it. It's fun, you know, and then who knows what that could turn into. Well, that's going to be awesome, especially in these times, you know, because LinkedIn's a phenomenal platform for job searches. A lot of us are going to have to, you know, look for jobs after this is done or hire new employees and rebuild our staff or restart a business or create a new business or just whatever. And I think LinkedIn is one of the best, if not the best platform for those purposes. So I think you putting out all of these resources, especially all across, um, you know, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn is extremely valuable at this time. Now, what would you say are a few things other than um, commenting across LinkedIn that you've done that has yielded the greatest returns for you? That's a great question. Um, I was just going to tell you like one trick to being able to search your messages. So like if you're in an event and you know, you talk to somebody at the bar, you're like, Oh, Hey, are you on LinkedIn? Because it's, it's not business cards anymore. 
You know what I mean? So you connect with them um, at LinkedIn. You can even turn on your like location of where you are and it instantly finds the people that are on LinkedIn if they do it on their phone too. Um, Phenomenal for conferences, especially. I mean, I know we're not doing conferences right now. Right. To be able to be like, for example, um, at a talk, like let's say you're at a LinkedIn workshop, right? And exactly. On and you turn it, uh, you know, you turn location on and you just attract all of those followers. I mean, that is very, very targeted following. I've, I've done that. I've gone to a LinkedIn local and the host is like, okay, everybody turn on their location and let's all connect now. And then in the message, you know, the next day, all those people that you connected with, you can be like, Hey, met you at LinkedIn Miami. That way when you search, and you're like, how do I know this person? It's in the message. Like you can search LinkedIn Miami and then all of those people who you connected with are going to come up in your search. So I do that if I go to an event or if I'm in a Facebook group, I'll be like, hey, I met you and made to do this, you know? So, so it's just an easy my, way to search. Yeah. In a lot of my sessions, we've been talking about like the marriage between online and offline networking. And the trick is to combine both of those worlds, not just live solely in the social media space. So I think this is probably one of the best examples of that. But I know my audience and I know a couple of them that are going to be like, okay, well, tell me how, how do I do this? Because they've never actually used that feature on LinkedIn before. Can you please walk them through step-by-step step how they would do that? So how to connect with someone this. Okay. So when you go to location share, the location share. I actually don't know that off the, off the top of my head. No um, a couple of times. Um, and I've only done it a couple of times, but I can tell you who taught that to me. His name is Joe Applebaum. He's on LinkedIn and he was the one who hosted the, he hosts LinkedIn um, meetups all over the country and he can answer the question to that. So I will get the answer and we can put that in um, our Facebook live together. Absolutely. And give the people that note. Perfect. Sounds good to me because I, I remember it off the, I don't remember it like on detail too, but it was super simple. I just went into settings. I turned the location on and then mm -hmm. heard me a list. So it's pretty user friendly, pretty simple, but we'll definitely follow up on that in Facebook because a lot of people are going to be like, wow, I didn't know that feature existed. And if so, how do I use it? So that's going to be a great one to deconstruct. And Reen, I can tell you, I'm already loving this conversation because you think a lot the, the same way I do. Like when I'm talking social media, I don't want to just tell people, Hey, you know, relationships are important. Be authentic X, Y, Z. Like, yes, the overarching themes are important, but I'm here to give you like actual tactics. And so I'm really excited that you've been doing just that, like giving people actual actionable items that they can go and start using on LinkedIn. So for you, um, would you say LinkedIn is the platform you've closed the most sales on? A hundred percent. Oh yeah. And it's just by documenting my journey of like, Hey, I'm putting on an event in, you know, Lexington, Kentucky, and it's for CPAs, estate attorneys, financial advisors. If you know anyone that's in Lexington, Kentucky, you know, it's at this location in this time would love for them to be there. And then I show pictures of the event for me doing different events, like in Lexington, Kentucky, Chicago, Orange County, and just showing the events that I put on and other people reach out to me. Um, 
it's the same thing on Instagram. If you show stuff in your stories, like, Hey, I feel beautiful because my friend just did my eyelashes for the first time and she dyed my hair and made me feel beautiful, look beautiful. And it was at this spa. I have gotten my friend customers just from putting that in my story on Instagram. And that's just the way it works. People want to see other real people. They want to see behind the scenes. And it's cool because whenever I typically thought of event marketing, I didn't use LinkedIn. My primary platform for event marketing was um, Facebook. And so I kind of want to pick your brain there because I'm excited to hear like how you really leverage LinkedIn to promote events. Because for me, again, like I, my go-to strategy on that is pretty simple. Like I go to create a Facebook event, I boost the event and as simple as that. So how have you used LinkedIn to promote the events that you have hosted in the past? Right. So I have seen, I just want to touch a little bit about what you just said. I have seen people book entire events using Facebook ads and that blows my mind. It really depends who your audience is, right? So in the financial space, there are a lot of advisors online. I'm connected now with hundreds of those. So for the financial space that really worked um, to talk about the events and the speakers and, and the subject that we were covering, other financial advisors then wanted to connect with me. They started to know me as putting on these events because I put on like five events. Um, one thing that's important about you, about what you just said is like knowing the kind of audiences that are on LinkedIn in my, um, in my, I just, I guess my experience of being on it, there's a couple of major groups, right? Like, uh, human resource managers, definitely social media marketers, um, students are a big one. Then you've got salespeople and then you've also got, um, You've got a lot of web developers. You've got a lot of uh, marketers. So uh, you've, you've got these like sub communities within, and you've got a lot of small business owners and entrepreneurs. So those are some of the biggest groups I've seen. What are some of the other really massive groups that you have seen on LinkedIn? Oh my gosh, that pretty much covers it. But so I worked on a direct, a couple direct to consumer events as well. So I do think that there are e-commerce people on LinkedIn um, there were people who attended the direct to consumer events that I marketed just from seeing me talk about the speakers who were going to be present at the event. And then some of the brands that were going to be at the event and then connecting with those speakers on LinkedIn so that they would like your post, like what you wrote about them, share your post. And that, that is, just helps. That's you know? a big, uh, tip as well too, though. Tagging speakers tagging people in posts. I know some people do this the wrong way and they tag like just everybody they know in a post, which I think is a massive turnoff. But when you can genuinely, like for example, my last podcast episode, I interviewed uh, Pat Flynn, who's a pretty notable um, marketer as well as entrepreneur, podcaster, blogger. And so um, I, I tagged him. And when you can meaningfully tag people in your post and then meaningfully use hashtags to it, it becomes a lot more effective. So I can see that playing out with speakers really well. And that's again, what I do with my podcasts. A hundred percent. I mean, intention is everything. Are you just trying to get more eyeballs or are you really trying to promote an event, promote, you know, a community? Are you trying to bring people together? You know, are you trying to get feedback. 
and, and this is across all channels, right? I, I do think that you can, I think you can market without coming across as slimy and just wanting eyeballs. You have to, you know, one thing that is more important now than ever is kind of standing out from all the noise. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I question a lot of my guests on is, you know, in, in the noise of LinkedIn, what are some posts of yours that have maybe gone viral or some of your top performing posts? What were the nature of those posts? If you could describe them to me. You know, it's interesting. I just posted my best performing post, like I think either yesterday or today in my Facebook group. And honestly, it was one of them was me putting my hand through a wooden board at Tony Robbins when I didn't think that I could. And I talked about how I felt beforehand after I had listened to all these motivational speakers and done all these, you know, breakaway sessions. And, you know, the last day they hand out these big thick boards and they're like, okay, we're going to put our hand through that. And I'm like, does anybody else like think that looks really thick? You know, I was not believing in myself. I would have been right there with you. I was really um, feeling stuck and I saw somebody not put their hand through it. And then I saw a woman who was probably 70 that just put her hand right through it. And then I had the guy yelling at me behind me, my seven-year-old can do it. So I felt like all this pressure and I just listened to the coach, you know, the hand, the, the guy that was holding the board, what he told me to do, the stance he told me to take, how he showed me to hit it. And I was like, I'm giving it one good go. And I put my hand through that board and I had written on the board, I will know, you know, I wanted to break through um, other people rocking me. I wanted to keep my cool. I wanted to stay collected. And I really wanted to change the way I reacted to things. I love and I just focused on that. And I talked about it and I said, when I'm having a hard time and when I'm having a down day, I watched this video of me putting my hand through that board and it takes me to that place where I believe in myself and I can do anything. Oh, that energy. I have only been to one Tony Robbins event and oh, it was, it was one of the top moments of my life. Are you talking about, uh, is it Unleash Your Power Within? I actually went to leadership training. So it was a lot of the people who have trained him. Um, oh, that's phenomenal. That must be like completely next level. It was life-changing. I've never experienced a breakthrough like that, for sure. Well, I feel sad because I was trying to go to one of his events, um, one of his events soon, actually. And I mean, basically all of them are being, you know, steadily shut down uh, in the midst of this virus. So hopefully I will get to one of them soon. Um, but, you know, that, 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 that piece of content that you talked about, you know, it's such a moment. It's such a first off story like did you or did you not put your hand through the board were you able to do it I did and you know what I didn't even realize that my hand went through it until the guy held up the wood and when he held it up I screamed and everyone around started banging their broken pieces of wood together oh my gosh I can't even imagine and you know what the way you just described it like I could totally imagine this I can imagine standing in line being scared shitless about if I could do it because I am tiny 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 and the weakest human that I know quite literally 
<laughs> and um, so, I mean, I can see, and, and, and it's just such a human piece of content. And I love that. I think oftentimes, especially on LinkedIn, people feel the need to be so professional and just talk work. But, you know, I would, I would challenge you to take that content off of Facebook and put it on LinkedIn to see how it does there. Because I really feel like human content, like very authentic storytelling, especially in the double-spaced format with photos accompanied, do extremely, extremely well on LinkedIn. So I'm starting to do a lot more storytelling there. And I'm glad that that, first off, I'm glad that you put your hand through the wood, but I'm also glad that that's, that helped inspire so many other people. Yeah. You know, so that, that one, and then my other, actually my first viral piece, I guess you would consider viral like around like between 50 and 75,000 views, something like that. So these two got around that. And for me, that was the most I had ever gotten. And I was like, okay, this is what my audience wants for me. You know? Um, the other one was I was going downtown Chicago and I had an interview at a radio station and you wouldn't know right now. Cause I have got froggy voice, but I was just um, going to your voice. I was going to be like, yes, Rena, you have the perfect radio voice. So if this, if this is not your best, then I don't, um, I don't know. I can't wait to hear it when you're at your A game. Oh, you're so sweet. So I was interviewing for like an associate producer role. And after the interview, um, I had about an hour until my next train. Like I had just missed the train back up north. And there was a, a girl... Uh, at the train station, like right near there. And she was holding up a sign and it said, pregnant, homeless, need a new pair of shoes and pants, just got a job at Sonnet. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I need a new pair of shoes too. And so I took her to Old Navy and I bought us matching shoes. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> and I took a selfie with her and I was like, you know, when you wear yours, you can think of me. When I wear mine, I'll think of you. I even added her on Facebook, but my husband was like, uh, you know, I don't want her showing up. We've got kids. I was like, okay, like I'm a little too friendly, but I I'm, sat I'm down and spoke simple. with her for like an hour and, um, listened to her whole story and asked if anyone had spoken to her that day. And she said, no. And, um, it's funny because the radio station wrote me and they were like, can you give us an example of a good story you could tell? <laughs> you know, and then I ended up great. sending that. How but, um, like you bumping into her that day, you realizing you should stop. I mean, God, that that's just such a, like just such a beautiful story to go and take her to buy matching shoes, not just her shoes, but matching shoes and to create that connection because I have a very soft spot for people that are homeless as well. I talk to them all the time to the point where I was kind of like, I've almost gotten attacked by one or two people that were homeless. Cause I just like talked to so much. Um, but it, it is very beautiful. I think again, that just the human nature of that story. And you said what, like what 75,000 views. It was something like that. And then I was like, Oh my God, I've never gotten that kind of response. Obviously, people want to hear more stories that are not about work. You know what I mean? Exactly. And you know what's funny, too, right now in these times, especially with, like, so much virus talk, people are yearning for positive. Like, they oh, yeah. want positive content. They want feel-good content. There's so much doom and gloom and sadness and anxiety and fear 
that positive stories are really cutting through the noise right now. So for me, I have a series called um, Happy Days. And I just say like, okay, today was March 18th, 2020 of Happy Days or March 19th or whatever the day is now because I have no idea what day it is anymore. <laughs> and I just post whatever made me happy that day. And pre-coronavirus, I mean, a couple people liked it, but not a big deal. <laughs> Now it's like so many people are liking and commenting on it because they just want something that makes them feel good. So I think people can really take note of those types of content, especially for these times. And then, um, Rena, what did you notice um, any changes to your accounts post going viral? Did you get more followers? Did you have more messages? Did you end up eventually getting to where you got more customers out of this. I would love to know like your post experience of going viral. Cause that is. Oh, I mean, I hundreds, like it literally took me days to respond back to everyone. It was insane. I love it. And the thing is, is that when you tell stories like that, people remember it for a year you know, so people like still are like, you're badass. I know you put your hand through wood. They refer to it. You know what I mean? Oh, I it, wouldn't forget it. I'm, that's probably what I'm going to remember you as now. <laughs> I'll probably remember it if I ever have to be in that situation to try to break through the wood too. And I was actually embarrassed because, you know, people are like, oh, when I come to Chicago, I know who to call for security detail. I'm like the girl that used to run from bullies. So you know, it was, it was a breakthrough for me. <laughs> I love yeah. it. And honestly, it's like, Rena, you know, those moments are what I'm going to remember you as too. Like it just brings us to such a human level. Like, yes, we started off talking LinkedIn, but this just shows me so many more layers of your personality. And for people who are like listening in, you know, a lot of these podcast interviews I do, we have chatted back and forth via text, but we've never really jumped on a call together before. And this is our very first time. And, and the, honestly, the main thing I've connected on with you is you totally get what it's like being a mom trying to work from home with coronavirus because I've rescheduled this interview so many times. And again, life is kind of insane right now. So whatever you can do in terms of, again, human, being human and putting out those stories and God, content right now, more than anything, I mean, people have nothing else to do but consume content. So what are you doing? What is your main focus nowadays, Rena? Like, how are you spending most of your time? Right now, I, like I said, I started a new Facebook community and I am kind of just building that community. And just like I've built my community on LinkedIn, I mean, look, there's people who have a lot more followers than me. I've got like 9,200 followers, but I can honestly tell you it's been 100% organic. I haven't paid for automation. So um, I am nurturing my community and I'm growing another community because I love doing that. And I'm working part-time as an accountability coach. I was full-time and I decided to take a step back because um, I have an 11 month old and I've worked the entire, (laughs) his entire life except for three weeks. Um, I wanted to tell you one more just quick win. Um, Something that just happened today, which was so exciting for me. So one of the girls um, who is in this accountability coaching that, that I'm doing for Kathy Heller Um, her boyfriend made this video of him singing about the coronavirus. He did, you know, change the words to a popular song and 
she posted it. I think she had like a couple hundred followers on her Instagram, but the song was phenomenal. Like he had a great voice. I was like, post this everywhere. I was like, in fact, call the news. (laughs) I was like, this is so good. So then she put it on her Twitter. She put it on her Facebook. It got 3 million views in two days. I was like, now we're calling good morning America. And guess who picked up the story today? Oh my God. Good good morning. I gave her my contact and I helped her navigate Twitter. She didn't even know how to respond to them on Twitter. She didn't know how to post it. I posted it on my LinkedIn for her. Um, I was like, you need to leverage this. And in fact, I was like, you should follow up with the person who just contacted you now and tell him he has other videos. You never know where that can go. You really don't. And you like, I mean, she would have never thought to like, maybe her boyfriend just thought he was goofing off, but who knows what this could honestly lead to. And, and this is a side note. I know that we're talking primarily LinkedIn, but my God, the viral, viral possibility of TikTok right now, get this man on TikTok. Because I should tell her that. Yeah. That, I mean, if it went viral on Twitter, it has a very good chance of going viral on TikTok as well too. And that's, I mean, what the platform is for is these singing videos, dance videos, just really entertaining videos. And especially, you know, anything that's relevant to what's going on or what's trending right now. I mean, he will kill it. So I can't wait to see, or please keep me updated on what happens if he gets onto Good Morning America, because that's insane. But can people just take note too of how Rena's mind works? Like, like some people would have been like, oh, cool video. She knew to post it instantly everywhere to share it, to get the right people involved to take this further. And that kind of exponential impact really snowballs when you're online. And so take note of what this woman is doing. And Rena, you have mentioned your community on Facebook. What is it called? It's called Business Laughs and LinkedIn. Awesome. I will be joining that one. I've been pushing my community a lot more as well, too. I used to charge only for my group, and it's called Social Media School with Sonia Kilji. Um, in the midst of, again, everything going on with the virus right now and everything, I just kind of opened, opened it up for free to anyone who needs help with their social media. So it's been kind of exciting. So I've been kind of growing it quite a bit over the last couple of days as well, too. And I can tell you that one thing that I've enjoyed about your the way you've described your social media is you never say my page you're not like oh i grew my page i grew my account you've been saying i've grown my community and there's a stark contrast for anybody who really takes note of that because you really treat it like a community and that's what people crave to be a part of they don't want to just be following a voiceless person so i think the fact is that you're building kind of a village everywhere you go and that is extremely exciting to me And honestly, that's how I've gotten my last three clients. One of my clients that I got, my husband was working at a co-working space here in Chicago. It's called M-Hub. It's the old Motorola space. And they just recently switched locations. But I went and followed my husband with one of my content creator girlfriends, Jamie Cohen. And I did a behind the scenes of you know, the new place that he was working and some of the other, you know, makers and uh, engineers and entrepreneurs that were in that space. And I cut together a video and they even had like this ride on bag that you can, I forgot what it's called, but you can ride throughout the, the space. And, you know, the community manager there let me ride on it. So that made great footage. 
cut it together, put it online, got like 15,000 views. Then the head of, you know, um, guest relations or whatever connected with me. She ended up moving to Miami for another gig and recommending me to a client. So amazing. And see, again, you're just, you're just getting so creative with your content as well. See, you're having fun with it. And that's, uh, I, I need people to like follow you on LinkedIn. Um, and I need them to see what you're doing. Cause that is awesome. Thank you. I honestly, I just, I love having fun and <laughs> when it's not fun anymore, it's time to bow out. And here's the thing too, you know, especially cause we've talked a lot about video on LinkedIn and just video and social media in general. So there's a lot of the same right now, which is people talking to the screen and you know, the captions and whatnot. But here's the thing you have to, people have a shorter attention span nowadays than a goldfish. I mean, scientifically proven. So you yeah. have to make them stop. And what's going to make them stop? Someone talking about some boring like financial advice or someone who's riding around this co-working space, having the time of their life. Like, let's be honest. Like, like we all need a break from just like the monotony of like the regular work day. And that kind of content is what comes across. So people, please take note. I think sometimes myself included, I really considered LinkedIn to be a very stiff platform and I never just loosened up and had more fun on it. And I posted a video the other day too, that went viral, um, on the social media hashtag. And it was just me holding up these cards on my mouth and like, just had my mouth like tied. And it said, um, something along the lines of stop trying to sound like everyone else on social media, find your voice. And it was Ooh, me taking I love it. Um, note cards and dropping one word at a time. And um, that one went viral. And that was one of the more creative pieces I've done because I've started to really think about, okay, how do I get people to stop for a second and be like, okay, what is she doing? And that really, that mindset I really developed when I started playing on TikTok more. But I've been posting a lot of my TikTok videos on LinkedIn because I've noticed that those two platforms are quite compatible in terms of the type of content that performs well. So that's another little thing that I've been noticing. I'm not, you know, an expert on TikTok yet, but as I'm starting to play, that's kind of one of the things that I've realized. That makes me want to try that. I mean, I was on TikTok when it was musically and I felt like it was a lot of like, you know, middle schoolers in the bathroom making like dance videos, but I haven't really figured out how to leverage it for business yet. So I do need to study that. <laughs> so the thing is, it was that, and it still is a lot of that. However, it has matured a lot more than Musical.ly did. Um, it is one of the fastest growing apps um, out there in terms of social media. And I can tell you that once you go deeper into the rabbit hole of TikTok, there are some really impressive, extremely creative content creators. And it just challenges you to take these, this micro content and do the most you can out of 15 or 30 seconds. So for me, again, it's been a very creative experience, just like the whole like virus situation has been for me. I feel like I have been more creative now than ever before. And Rena, I can tell that you've been doing a little bit of pivoting during this time and it's been 
quite interesting and exciting for you as well too with your group. So I do really wish that everyone can just kind of explore more, create more during this time, share a little bit more of what you love and see if maybe a new side hustle or a new full-time hustle could come out of it. So it's kind of just where what my hope is for these times. So Rena, our time together um, is coming to an end and I just wanted you to give some of your final takeaways. Like if you had to put some of your biggest tips that you haven't shared with us yet, please, please do share them with us now. It's funny because I just wanted to say like little tiny things that you can do and you can implement right away is, you know, if you have a conversation with someone and they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. I didn't think of that idea. You've helped me so much. If you are lending your time to people, like you said, you made your Facebook group free and somebody pays you a compliment, you can just be like, Hey, would you mind just putting that in a recommendation on my LinkedIn? So I love it. It's an easy ask. And like, I take calls with people and I have been doing a lot more of it, um, to volunteer my time because I love LinkedIn and I'm like, you know what? 15, 20, 30 minutes. If it helps somebody right now, great. And if they find, I said, you know, if anything that I've said has been meaningful and helps you and you didn't think of it, if you wouldn't just mind like saying like two, three sentences and popping it in my recommendation, that would help me out and it would make me feel so awesome. I love it. And you know what? Again, the law of reciprocity really applies here. You don't even typically have to ask a lot of people. One thing I found too is if you go and leave recommendations on other people's pages, they'll just return the favor. And for sure, that's a they will as well too. And it's a great way to provide value, provide goodwill, and really to warm a relationship up prior to um, prior to you know asking for any kind of a sale. So I think that is something really beautiful that I haven't really been taking advantage of. I have not been doing that. So thank you for that tip. And then along with that, you know. LinkedIn shows your top three skills. You want to make sure the skills that are pinned to your top three are what you want to be doing right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've switched industries three times. So you want to make sure that your top three skills are what you want to actually be doing. And it's another really easy thing that you can do. Like if you have a great conversation or if you have you know, if you do any sort of business or if you meet somebody in an event or if you hear about their skills from others, endorsing people on LinkedIn is fun and it's a thing. And you know what? Then the algorithm of LinkedIn works in your favor too to connect you with prospects or connect you with companies searching for those type of individuals. So it has many different purposes and many different, and I think it's the details of LinkedIn really where all the power is because you know it starts with your profile and making sure that's complete that's really where it starts and the recommendations and skills section is a huge component of that exactly all right well rena you have given us a lot of really really good actionable tips for anyone who has additional questions again you can join us in Social Media School with Sonia Kelji. It's a Facebook group where I will be posting this podcast and then tagging Rena in it so that um, if anyone has any other additional questions or wants to connect with her, they're able to find her easily. And Rena, I wanted to thank you first for being patient with me as I rescheduled 
three times, embarrassingly enough, and also for dropping gold. I mean, literally, this is what I pray for when I bring someone onto my podcast. I want tips just like this. And I can tell you're phenomenal at what you do, and you're a phenomenal coach because you make things, you break things down very well for people. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this, and I can't wait to join your group and to learn more from you and, and to build this relationship even more. I really enjoy the call, too. And guess what, Rena? I'm going to be leaving you a recommendation. So see, it works. I mean, people need to just do more of this. Um, and again, I think a week ago, we didn't know each other. And so it's exciting. The opportunities for collaboration and just a final parting statement is, guys, the quality of individuals that are on LinkedIn is just so much superior to anything else I've experienced. These are the most impressive, most just influential, as well as just diversified individuals who have such amazing skill sets. So please do not write this platform out, especially for the organic reach. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Social Media School with Sonia Kilji, and we will see you next time. Thank you.